0: Welcome to the Backbox Pinball Podcast, a podcast for lady pinballers and their friends. Each week, we will sit down with a guest and chat about news and events related to women in the sport and hobby of pinball. Now here's your host, Lauren Gray. Welcome to the Backbox Pinball Podcast, y'all. Hey, what's going on? I am so excited about today's episode because... I'm going to be hanging out with a winner because we're all winners. But she's an extra winner because they actually gave her hardware for it. From Chicago, Illinois, the two-time Twippy award-winning general manager of Logan Arcade, Melissa Giles. Yay! Yay! Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show. Listeners, we are recording this Sunday, the day right after the Twippies. Melissa, here is a huge winner. I am so excited for you. Uh, thank you for coming on the show. We also had some like technical difficulties because it wouldn't be the Backbox Pinball Podcast if we did not have technical <laughs> difficulties because um, I try to be extra with my fancy podcaster software, and, of course, it failed me yet again. So are with all reliable Doesn't do me dirty, Skype, because Skype is a winner. But uh, Melissa, for folks who don't know you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Tell us about your pinball journey, where you started from, and where you're at today. Yeah, definitely.
1: So I did not really get into pinball until uh, more recently. Um, Now, when I was a little kid, one of my uncles worked for Bally on the pinball lines, and he had a couple machines at his house, and this was the early, early 80s. Um, and I remember going over there as a kid, and he'd have a little like step stool, and me and the cousins would just kind of bop around on the pinball machines. And here and there, throughout my life, I was way more into um, video games and Nintendo and stuff like that. But it's when I started working at Logan Arcade, um, when I really started getting serious, or I got the pinball bug, I guess. Um, I started playing more and more, and then I realized that I wasn't completely awful at it. Like, everyone thinks when they first play pinball, you know? Um And I started learning a few things and then really joining the Chicago Bells and Chimes is what kind of really got me into playing more. I'm still I'm not really into playing competitively at all. I love doing some league play, but um, that's really what got me into it was a Logan Arcade and then Bells and Chimes.
0: Chicago, I mean, I think for all of us who are in the hobby and for those of you who are who are new to the show, Chicago is to pinball what Hollywood is to film. I yeah. mean, it is like the epicenter of pinball. Um, most of the manuf- man- main manufacturers are based out of Chicago. They mm-hmm. were. And now, you know two of the biggest manufacturers, Stern Pinball. And then just recently, Jersey Jack is making the move to the Chicagoland area. So, yep. you know, Chicago is just known for its pinball. There's so much pinball in the city. And it's just, I mean, that's just kind of a cool story that you had that connection with Bali. I think that's kind of neat. And that then, is. you know, your life kind of comes full circle. And now pinball is such a big part of your life now. So that's amazing. Yeah. So listeners, we're going to talk more about Logan here in a minute and, you know, the championship Arcade. Um, we'll talk a little more about a little more about that later in the show. But first, I do want to talk about you know Miss uh, two-time Twippy Award-winning arcade owner. That's amazing. Congratulations,
1: girl! <laughs> Thank you. And also, I want to say I'm not the owner. Um, I'm the general manager. The owner is Jim Zuspie. He's pretty well known in the pinball community. Um, And he's a buddy of mine Uh, when the bar opened, which is a little over six years ago now. um, And he had had machines on location previously. He had a record store with a little arcade in the back. And him and I had a connection because I worked at a record store for many, many, many years. So... uh, and I got the job at Logan just bartending, too. It was, I've progressed in the GM over, into, I've progressed into being the GM over the years. And the, getting the twippies is just, um, it almost makes me want to cry. Because, and a lot of people, too, are like, who aren't into pinball are like, oh, what's that? You know what I mean? No, oh, I pinball totally get it. <laughs> And you know what, it's, I think it's just awesome and a testament to, like, our people, the people of Logan Arcade, all the weirdos that help make it what it is. We have a really, really strong community, um, not just of pinball players, but uh, a lot of pinball players, and um, our staff the owner, Zespi, um, our techs, we have two full, well, one full-time, one part-time tech, we're there every day. Um, And it's really been, we all have a lot of freedom to, you know, do different things, do weird things, um, and kind of have our own community that has blossomed like exponentially since we've opened. So it's been awesome.
0: I think that's completely amazing. Um, I know you guys were up with a lot of um, different locations and a lot of this is name recognition, but a lot of it is also just the sheer fandom that is behind Logan Arcade. When I talk to people about places to hit up, like arcades to hit up, all over the world are like yeah logan arcade's like the place to go in chicago it's great where you got to go check it out and you know you did get some honorable mentions with the pinball palace in brunswick georgia and title pinball in De pair wisconsin my mm-hmm. my hometown place what's brewing was up but you know again Everybody knows Logan. It's just that is just so well known. I mean, the the community that you foster there with all of your leagues. I mean, there's so many leagues Mm -hmm. there. Of course, you know, you have bells and chimes and among the other open leagues as well. You know, I just think it's amazing. And I'm just so excited for you. And I thought it was a kind of extra special, uh, listeners, when the Twippies were presented last night online, the presenters were videoed in because, you know, mm-hmm. Earth is closed. And it was done by Crystal Gemnick, who yep. actually used to work for Logan before she went and got a job with Markle Specialties, which is a pinball supplier. And I was like, I was like heart emoji. I was like, that was oh my so God. awesome.
1: It was so sweet. And Crystal actually... Last year was the presenter for the favorite pinball location uh, category as well. So uh, it'd be funny if we could go for a three-peat next year with the same whole round, Crystal presenting. Um, But it's awesome to have those connections, especially with the Twippies, which is just such... Also, I want to say, they did such a good job on the... I was really impressed. All that hard work, like last, kind of last minute, uh, they killed it. it. They did awesome.
0: They did Amoto, uh, Arcade, and Carrie. Mm-hmm. Herney, you guys did an amazing job. We had them on the last show. They were kind of mum about a lot of the details because oh, they yeah. had to be. They wanted people to be surprised, and I definitely was. There were some some big surprises um, through the the categories, and we'll go over a couple of them since you're here with me, Melissa. You're going to yeah. kind of like our our Twiffy recap as yes. well. So big one, game of the year. I was not surprised, and me I later. have the. You can't see it, listeners, but I actually have the uh, uh, breakdown percentage-wise for some of them. They didn't do all the percentages, but for all of the game-related stuff, they did. So Jurassic Park took 48.7% of the votes. So, Crazy. I mean, the closest one to that was Willy Wonka with 20%. My top three, I had like Jurassic Park, Willy Wonka, and Black Knight. Um, the top three were Jurassic Park, Willy Wonka, and Elvira. But, again, Jurassic Park took almost half the votes. Um, What are your thoughts? I mean, was Jurassic Park a big winner for you?
1: Jurassic Park, uh, honestly, it is my favorite pinball machine that's come out in probably a couple years by far. Um, So I was – and that's the one I voted for, too. But – Excuse me, the Jurassic Park, I think, it's so much fun. The shots are so much fun. And also, I feel like it's a really um, inclusive game for even beginners uh, to figure out, you know, a lot of the new pinball machines coming up, They're crazy, all these bells and whistles and a ton of stuff to do, which is great and awesome. But that can be... Uh, kind of scary for beginner players um i think jurassic park it's just so much fun and it's maybe and this may just be me is a little a little easier to slide into and kind of learn little rule sets quickly um and i love that about it
0: and i totally agree with you it's approachable but it's as deep as you want it to be like oh, yeah. you can go sure. deep on Jurassic Park. I love the fact that they've taken out the wizard mode and you can do that just separately. That makes it so much it's fun awesome. for, it's awesome. for, for our friends. Like, you know, you, I, you know, a lot of people that listen to the show, we're totally in it, but yep. to get somebody new into the hobby or interested in pinball, it, when you say, Oh, well you gotta go through this whole thing to get the wizard mode. Like at the end, um, it makes it a little kind of like, uh, I don't know about this. You know, it's too mm-hmm. hard. But if you're like, Hey, you can do the wizard mode right now. It's kind of a a teaser. And I really like it. And I just think the more that they develop that code, um, you know, it's going to make it a lot more fun for uh, people who want to own it in their own home. It's going to make it a lot more uh, interesting for competition play. And then even on location, because again, it's approachable, but it's something you can build upon. And uh, yeah, I'm a huge uh, Jurassic Park fan. They also won best play field um, gameplay and layout with 53% of the vote. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, ha- they won quite a few things. Oh um, yeah. W- some of the, the other stuff um, that I was kind of like interested, favorite pinball topper, black Knight um, that had the fun topper. I, you know, I really did like the medieval nat- madness sculpted topper just because yep. I thought it looked really cool. Yeah. Um, but I'm not, I'm not sad about black Knight winning that one. I was like that. It is a cool topper. Uh, oh no. Yeah. So the, um, um, the other one that I thought would win was the Star, Star Wars R2D2 topper because I was oh, yeah. like, I was like, yep. no, I'm like $700 topper. I was like, no. I was, uh-huh. no, I was like, I can't, I can't. It's not that I don't like it. It's cool. I mean, the it, R2D2 moves. I mean you it's cool. it's yeah. cool, but it's not. I'm like, we waited so long. It's so expensive. Yep. So I'm, yep. I'm. I'm ha- uh, while I did go for Medieval Madness, I'm happy Black Knight won. So
1: I am too. The Black Knight t- topper was super cool, but I'm right with you with the Medieval Madness topper. Um, awesome. I might be biased because that is one of my favorite games of all time, but um, but yeah, the Black Knight one was super cool.
0: Yeah, I know that that was, a, that was a fun category. Um, so we'll bring. I'm going in order of how it was posted on Twip. So we've come to favorite pinball podcast. I was nominated. Yes, like people were like, like Lauren, you're gonna win. I was like, please don't put those thoughts into my head. I was uh. really happy to be nominated because I was like, you know, I do the the ladies featured podcast. You know, it'll yes. just give some more na- name recognition and just to kind of be out on the map. I was fine with that. But people were like, you're going to win. I was like, I'm not going to win. I cannot beat Canada's numbers. Canada has very, a very, and I'm not saying I don't, that he has a lot of people who listen to his show and they're very passionate about yeah. their, it's his fandom or whatever. Um, that being said, that video, I was just like, I, I, like we're all sitting there because I was in a little watch party with uh, some folks here in San Antonio on Zoom. And we're just all sitting there <laughs> like, what is this? Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, I I've now taken to calling it a student art film because I'm just like, oh, yeah. I, I don't I don't know what this is. I I mean it, if you I guess if you're like a big like super fan of the show, it meant a lot to you, but at the same I'm like this is just so weird. And uh-huh. I, and, and he was stepping on a lot of people's toes, so it was oh, like yeah. I was like wow, dude, I'm like, you just like went in here and set the whole house on fire. So I'm like, you, you do you. I'm like, I, I, everybody like in the conference, like nobody was saying anything like, what is this? I was like, I don't know. So, um, you know, congratulations to Chris. I mean, he puts out content. Um, you know, the thing is, whether you like or hate Canada, he has a very specific point of view, which that I credit him for because it's like, it's hard because you're going to get a lot of arrows slinged at you, when you kind of take your stand on whatever that might be. And there's a lot of times where I disagree with him. I'm like, I do not agree with you and what you have just said. Oh um, yeah. But yeah, at the end of the day, his listeners love him and they proved it by giving him the twippy third time in a row. So I'm like, I know I was like, I, I'm like y'all I can't compete with that. But you know, I'm like over here. I'm like, well done. So um, runners up for special when lit and this week in pinball, which are both now defunct. I mean, this week in pinball is now doing a 2.0 with, with Jeff Patterson, putting that together. I'm hopefully yeah. now that the twippies are over, he'll be able to kind of spin that back up. So oh, I um, hope so too. Yeah. I liked the new iteration of that. So that was a lot of fun. Um, best artwork, which I, I felt bad for Stern because this machine won nothing except for this category. <laughs> I was just like, oh, Stern. I was like, I'm sorry. The Munsters. And nope. guys, I have said on the show, not a fan of the Munsters. I feel like it's way too easy, but I will say the artwork no. is amazing. All right. If they were going to give Munsters anything, I'm like, I could see them giving it to to Franchi for artwork. Um, oh, heck yeah. It was it, The art package on it is really great. Um, nothing else on it. <laughs> I'm just not a fan of that machine. I feel bad because my thing is that I'm a decent player. I'm not fantastic, but I'm Better than you're yeah. like, you know, somebody who just walked into an arcade. Mm-hmm. But for me to GC a machine after like one <laughs> play, I'm like, I just stood uh... back and I'm like, yeah, no, this is this is way too easy. It was it was fun, but it's mm-hmm. not something I'd ever want to own Um just because yeah. it's just way too easy. But again, we're just talking about artwork. The artwork on it is absolutely beautiful.
1: So the artwork's great. And it really captures the monsters in a major way. And it looks super cool but yeah i agree i agree with you i'm not the hugest fan of playing it that's fine uh but yeah that the artwork for that definitely well deserved
0: yeah definitely congratulations to chris franchi on that one and um he took that that was a little more evenly split that wasn't such like a big one like um jurassic park was in game of the year um he took the vote with 24.9 percent, and everything else was split up Willy Wonka, Elvira, Star Wars Comic Edition, which actually, um, I did not vote for the Munsters. I actually voted for that one because I love that comic edition. Randy Martinez did an amazing job. Oh, Um, yeah. Yeah, I love, I actually, I love, love, love that one. All right. Best rules, again, Jurassic Park, another win, 56.9%. We can't argue with that. Elwin to me, two for two, has become, like, the rules guy. Like, he is just the way yeah. he's putting these together. Simply amazing. Um, best light show, I was glad that, you know, this was one of the ones that Willy Wonka won. Because Willy Wonka is a beautiful game. I think it was just really hard to compete with the you know, the giant dinosaur terrorizing yep. the Twippies that was Jurassic Park. But uh, they took Best Light Show with 40% of the vote. They did an amazing job. That is a, It's a really great light show. Got to give some credit to Favorite Pinball Streamer. You know, there's some great streamers out there. Um, I'm a huge mm-hmm. fan. Um, but the Favorite Pinball Streamer went to Deadflip. Um, yep. Honorable mentions were flipping out pinball and Papa TV. I'm a huge Papa TV fan. Um, Me but too. I mean, there was not a shocker on that one. Jack Danger, he's a friend of the show, a uh, personal mm-hmm. friend of mine. He's such a nice guy. But I mean, he has that locked down for streaming.
1: Oh um, my God, absolutely! And he has a following, and he has fans, and um, he's a friend of Logan Arcade too. He's always been a champion of Logan Arcade. He almost always does our, our uh, stern launch parties when we have those. He's an all-around awesome guy um, with that following. Um, and he's also, and I'm not saying other streamers are not, but he is very likable, very funny. His streams are, um, you know, they're easy to watch, and I don't mean that in a bad way they're just super fun and funny and yeah he deserves it he works really hard
0: and I think the other streamers, I like Papa TV because they have the panel and then the person playing and, and I have watched a few flipping out and they're, they're fun. Um, but to me yeah. with Jack, because he's by himself and I think that's what lends it to, him, it really does feel like you and him are hanging out. It's like, mm-hmm. not like a group of people and you're just kind of there. It's just like and he does a really good job with the chat because streamer, this is, this is not an easy thing to do to play pinball and read stream chat. That's yeah, not can't um, so I'm like, uh, no, I would fail at that. So, uh-huh. <laughs> I like, thought about like got, buying the rig. Like I've always wanted to stream, but I'm like, I would need help because I could not do two, the, both of those things at once. It, but well-deserved. Oh, yeah. And again, another three-peat for Jack Danger and favorite pinball streamer. Um, our favorite pinball YouTube channel went to our friends at Papa TV. Yay. Um, yay, Bo and Karen's and the family. Yes, Bo and Papa. yes. Bowen, you're amazing. Heart emoji. Um, That's how I learn a lot of my stuff. I'm like, um, yeah, guys. And I put up for our chapter of Bells and Chimes. I'll put up videos like, all right, guys, learn how to do this new machine that's in the, you know, when we got the shadow or when we got, um, I think, uh, Red and Ted's, you know, roadshow. I'm like, all right, guys, this is new. Look at the video. And it's always the Papa TV video because that is, just, I think, the the gold standard for uh, pinball tutorials. So I think that they do an amazing job. Honorable mention straight down the middle. Greg and Zach are a lot of fun to watch and mm-hmm. TNT Amusements. Todd Tucky. He's a gem. Of course. He's just so course. lovely and he's so much fun. And I love the fact that he did that kind of anti win video where he kind of stopped. What do you mean? I didn't win. Uh, <laughs> so he was, he was just, he's just darling and he's yeah. definitely somebody I would love to meet at some point. Um, But yeah, he, I enjoy watching TNT Amusements as well. Um, but again, congratulations to Papa Again, Jurassic Park with all the wins, but this one was a little different. Favorite pinball mod of 2019, and that went to Stern Pinball as well for the Amber Shooter Rod, which I'm like, dude, I'm like, it's like the best mod ever. I'm like, it's yeah. so something that's a part of the game, but also like, I'm like, oh, that's really cool. I was like,
1: dang, it it. Is super cool, yeah,
0: yeah, no, yeah. It's it's super fun. Rookie of the year. I was also in Rookie of the year. I thought it was a a a weird wackadoo thing. But my vote went to Tim Sexton. I was so excited about Tim, um, what he's done with Black Knight Sword of Raids. Tim Sexton is a coder at Stern, you guys, for our Mm -hmm. newbies. But he's just so, he's such a nice person and he's so talented. The code on Black Knight Sword of Rage is fantastic. And considering that was his first big game, I mean, wow, nice job, man. Um, But I love the fact that he answered like he did his like a, a awards acceptance video in a suit. Yeah. Like, you look very fancy.
1: <laughs> it was adorable, and he is so nice. That was so well deserved. Um, he is just an extremely pleasant person to be with. He's so nice. He's also uh, one of the many stern people who. Are extremely supportive of Logan Arcade. Um, such a nice guy. Uh, we were so happy, so happy when he got that Rookie of the Year. Extremely well deserved.
0: Honorable mentions were Jack Danger for his homebrew, and Zach and Nicole Minnie for distribution for flipping out. So lots of really great people. It was a weird. I, I liked the. I like the spirit of that category. I yeah. uh, I thought it was a little weird in execution, but I totally mm-hmm. got where the committee and Jeff were coming from. I was yeah. kind of like, thank you for nominating me. I was like, I it was kind of like, like you can't see me listeners, but I'm doing the, I don't know hands, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, but I am so happy for him um, to, to win that award. So congratulations to Tim on that one. Favorite pinball tournament and competition. Was this really a surprise? Um, you know we do the
1: uh, mm-hmm.
0: the questionnaire at the end of the show guys and you're like where I'm like name your favorite pinball competition except Pinberg because it always wins because ah, it's ah. like it's like the one um there's a lot of really great competitions and tournaments out there but i mean you can't beat the the biggest one out there. I mean, it is the biggest mm-hmm. pinball tournament in the world. So, yep. so congratulations to replay effects, Elizabeth Cromwell and the whole staff there. And then also, you know, love to my Papa t- uh, folks. They're amazing. Honorable mention went to the pinball Olympics in Fulda, Germany, and then the Texas wizards tournament at TPF. Also mm-hmm. two really great events as well. Another great category, and I was so happy that, that he was nominated, and I thought he would win because this is his dang awards show. Uh, this Week in Pinball was an honorable mention, but it went to Pinside. Yeah, oh, Pinside. I mean, it's like, yeah. I yeah. go there yeah. occasionally when I need an answer to a buyer question or something, but I really try to stay off Pinside. Every time I go there, oh, yeah. I get sad <laughs> It's like they're like I like God for do not I, I made the horrible mistake of like searching my name on Pinside. I I regret that choice for for uh, ever. Um yeah I uh-huh. I and th- there's a reason why I do not have an account on Pinside. Do, yep, are they a service too. to the community? Service is a term I don't know if I'd use that term, but uh, mm-hmm. um there is a section of the community I think what did the way they somebody put it it was it Carrie you know the people who love Pinside will defend Pinside to death you know oh, yeah. like that i mean but again you know it's not where i hang out um i got to give some love to this week in pinball because that's my source for pinball news
1: yeah um, sorry you to win the
0: the trophy jeff for best pinball website um <laughs> Best animations and display, which I was kind of nice. Another win for Jersey Jack. Um, he took yeah. the vote and it was really close, you guys, on this one. Um, they won with 23.6% of the vote. Second place was Jurassic Park with 23.3. So point, point three percent. So if you think your vote doesn't count, there you go by point three percent. Uh, Willy Wonka took the win in this category and um, I do I did like the animations I wish there was more Mm -hmm. um, and I've said this in other episodes I wish they had more um, video from the movie more assets from the movie but um, but the animations and this the display on it's beautiful it is a beautiful machine. Um, it's, it's, you know, wasn't my number one this year, but it's definitely in the top three or four, um, Mm -hmm. but very well deserved. They put a lot of their heart and soul, blood and sweat into that machine. And it's absolutely,
1: it is beautiful.
0: Favorite competitive pinball player. Surprise, surprise. OG, the GOAT. Of course. Keith Elwin. I'm like, of course, I, you know, I was going for my girl, Holly Cossackin, girl, I voted for you. I told everybody to vote for you. Um, Also, my friend, Steve Bowden, who's like our new yeah. transplant here in San Antonio. I mean, I was hoping, you know, it, I love Keith, though. Keith is amazing. So but it's like, oh, my gosh, he's I, it's like when I saw that, I was like, yeah, I mean, he's the goat. I mean, of course, I mean, who like I mean, everybody's going to vote for him. So, yep. I mean, he he's amazing. I mean, he's amazing. He's like, you know. I already, like, accomplished everything I could as a player. Now I'm trying to accomplish everything I can as a pinball designer. I mean, you're so talented. Um, So, I mean, congratulations, Keith. You're winning all the things. Um, You're winning (laughs) hashtag hashtag winning, hashtag winning at life. Um, But uh, honorable mention, of course, went to Bo and Karen and to Jack Danger as well. Well done, you guys. Giving you a hard time, Keith, but you are an amazing player and well-deserved. Congratulations for winning Favorite Competitive Player of the Year. Favorite pinball convention, which I thought was kind of nice. Um, mm-hmm. A big win for TPF, Texas Pinball Festival. Um, I thought Expo might take it because Expo is kind of on the rise right now. People yeah. are really getting back into Expo. I mean, Expo... I mean, when I, again, the OG, um, it was kind of the original big event. And then, you know, mm-hmm. these other events have kind of come onto the scene and Expo kind of like pulled back a little bit. And I mean, you're from Chicago, so you can kind mm-hmm. of, you know, go into this. But um, I felt like I honestly thought that Expo had a good like I was like Expo could win because there's so mm-hmm. much hype and so much talk about Expo.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, w- I was thinking Expo can maybe win, too, because it is, and you're right, it has been on the upswing the past couple years, especially um, this last one, this past October, by far the best Expo I've been to. Um, they are doing an awesome job the past couple years, kind of rebuilding it, and... Um, This last one was just so much fun. Uh, It's Rob Burke, the Burke family, that is uh, doing the expo, and they are are killing it. It has gotten way better, um, not just with, like, vendors and events and stuff like that, but also with their tournaments and – and it's huge. It was this year or this past year's the biggest one they've had too in quite some time. So, um, but TPF, and I've never been to a TPF. I hope so, or I hope I can one day, but I know that's one of the mainstays too. So, yeah, that is definitely
0: becoming one of the big events to go to. When I have people on the show or talk to people offline, you know, the biggest comment they're like i haven't been to tpf but it's on my list like i want to get yep. it there it's in my backyard well when i say in my backyard it's like five hours away but uh texas is very big y'all um but <laughs> it's like the show like te- all the texans are like that's the show to go to um you know i love the shows that are around me particularly the H- houston arcade expo but it is um an amazing show a love much love to ed and uh, Vanderveen and Kim and Paul, the people who put together the show, you know, everybody's going through this right now with, you know, Earth mm-hmm. Closed and everything going mm-hmm. on with COVID-19. You know, they took a huge hit. We talked about it. You know, they're doing a GoFundMe, all those things. I love the fact that they they won. That, you know, I'm like, yeah, you know what, you guys got a Twippy. Not only is it an amazing event, but um, you know, I know that they're going through a rough time right now, like everybody yeah. else. So I, I thought it was really nice. I'm like, oh,
1: Well, I thought it was great, especially after having to cancel it so um, last minute. Yeah, I really felt for them a lot. It's an event of that magnitude, and having to cancel it with so little notice after investing so much in it—that is, it's really heartbreaking. So I'm, yeah. Good win to see, for sure.
0: It was. That was a very heartwarming win. Another category, we had best theme integration, which is always like, I. so they break it out best theme and then best, best theme integration, which I'm like... I feel like it could be the same category. That's just, yeah. that is just Lauren's opinion. Um, yeah. <laughs> Twinkie, you know, Jeff and the committee can do whatever they want. I get the differentiation. I get the the mm-hmm. difference, but I just feel like it could be one category. <laughs> yeah, But the winner, of course, again, uh, Stern Pinball with Jurassic Park, 33, per- 33.9% of the vote. Uh, following up was Willy Wonka with 21.9. Again, you know, Stern has taken home all the hardware. Um, I thought, for not having most of the assets to the movie like you know the the original movie or any of the other ones oh, yeah. they made a machine about a dinosaur movie and it's really just about dinosaurs yep. and it's fun and you still get the spirit of the films while you may not have those assets which I'm still like like a little butthurt about Jeff Goldblum not being in the machine. Of Although course. I will say that I got to give love to the arcade. So you guys know how I love my Jeff Goldblum. I have the Jeff Goldblum sexy pillow uh, with him like reclining with the shirt open. <laughs> and it's the sequin one where I, I either rose no. gold sequins or it comes up and it's Jeff Goldblum. I love it. And so everybody knows like, Oh God, don't get Lauren started about Jeff Goldblum. But <laughs> they, they made the pricing card on the machine, that picture. And like, you know, like three uh, plays for two bucks, and it's like has him reclining. And they're like, Lauren, we did it just for you. I'm like, I love it so much. That is
1: awesome. <laughs> that is adorable.
0: It totally is. I love so my cute. arcade. I That's do. awesome. But uh, but yeah, no, I think that considering all of that with all the assets that they did not have access to, that it was still the spirit of Jurassic Park. I thought they did an amazing job. So yeah, I, I you know. I thought maybe Elvira would take this because it was so much, I was so much in the world of Elvira. Like it was between those two. And I, I'm trying to remember, I don't have my list of who I voted for. I think I voted for Willy Wonka, but it was like, it was tough. Like they all like did a really great job. I think those three, you know, Jurassic Park, Willy Wonka and Elvira, like to me, any one of those would have won and I would have been fine. Yeah. Um, You know, um, but Again, that was a tough category as well. And Jurassic Park took it yet again. Um, Good job, you guys. I mean, Jurassic Park is, it was the game of the year, man. I mean, it really was in spirit for the Twippies. Um, Favorite pinball publication, writer, or article. Um, Pinball magazine for newsletters. The honorable mentions were Coin-Op Carnival and SkillShot. I love SkillShot. I just love them so much. Uh, I can't wait. I've heard through the grapevine that they may be coming back with their podcast, um, but I really love love. their zine and I've reached out to them on some of their artwork. I really enjoy it. Uh, Coin Op Carnival, Ryan Clater. I mean, that thing
1: is, it's amazing. It's awesome. And Ryan's an awesome guy too. He was our neighbor at the last Chicago pinball expo, actually. And we had a lot of fun. Expo weekend. Such a nice guy. Um, The coin up carnival is so cool. Um, He does a good job, too. He
0: does. I mean, he I mean, I loved that publication. I mean, it was just amazing. Um, Pinball magazine. They do really great in-depth articles. Oh, yeah. They produce amazing content and very yeah. in-depth content. So yeah. I think that Jonathan and crew do an amazing job. Um, so congratulations to them for for winning that. Best theme. Now, see, this is the thing. Theme integration uh-huh. went to Jurassic Park. But best theme see, it went must- to Willy Wonka with 32.4% <laughs> of the vote. And Jurassic Park was oh, quite behind them with 23%. But I'm like... But this is like, I don't understand. Like, I like, don't, yeah. it should have been the same person that won both. But what, whatever. I do, I do not make. Yeah, hey. <laughs> I don't make the category. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, Willy Wonka, congratulations. I thought th- there were things about it that I didn't love. But overall, it's a great theme. Like, it's a nostalgia theme. Um, oh, yeah. Sheen is beautiful um you know there are some assets about it that i love some of them i think that could be worked on but overall it's a great machine Mm -hmm. and and of all the themes that we had this year i thought it was probably the most recognizable and most um approachable for like just somebody who wasn't into pinball um it it is a bit of a nostalgia theme and you know guys you know listeners, Mm -hmm. i'm very much like, I love my nostalgia, but I need, I want some more modern stuff. So um, uh, I think, mm-hmm. though, for the people who are buying machines, which is Jersey Jack's bread and butter, you know, they're they're more interested in the collector market, at least you yes. know, from my perception, um, than they are in the, you know, competitive player and maybe um, on location market. Um, but, you know, that's that 40 to 55 year old person that wants to buy a mm-hmm. machine that has those deep pockets. It Willy Wonka is like literally right down their alley. So um, well done. Congratulations, Jersey Jack. Again, another award for them as well. Um, Stern and Jersey Jack were collecting them last night for sure. Oh, yeah. Best toys and gimmicks. I I, okay. I see what you can't see. Listeners is Melissa nodding her head. So Uh I had an issue with this one. So the winner was Stern with 39.8% of the vote. And it was the dinosaur head mech is the big Mm -hmm. thing on the premium and the LE. It's not on the pro. Um, I just felt like, I mean, it's a cool mech. I like it. Like, I mean, if I bought a a, a Jurassic park, I want like the dinosaur head, but I felt like it was like an homage or like very similar to the one that was on the data East version. Mm -hmm. So it was just like, Oh, I mean, it's cool, but like, I was yeah. really going for Black Knight or even yeah. Willy Wonka with the, you know, the elevator in the back. And they had a couple of different mm-hmm. things. I loved Black Knight, the flail. I was all about the flail all day long. Yes. There was just a lot of different cool mechs. And I just didn't, I wasn't just about the dinosaur head. I'm like, I was like, there's other stuff that could have won. I was like, dang it. What were your yeah. thoughts? I mean, what, what was your favorite mech?
1: I totally agree. And I was, I'm pretty sure I voted for Willy Wonka and that one. I mean, yeah, the dinosaur head's awesome, of course. Um, but, yeah, it was, I feel like, uh, not as weird and different and brand new and innovative. You know what I mean? Um, and not i did like, not talking shit about this. Yeah. I like the dinosaur head. But, um, but, no, I totally agree with you.
0: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like, I've seen a version of this before. It's a mech that spits the ball out onto the the play field. And to me, it's very similar to the one from data East. I like it. It's awesome. But again, not to me like, Oh, that's new and innovative. That's fun. Um, You know, I mean, it is what it is. Again, it's y'all's votes. Everybody gets a vote. (laughs) Everybody gets a say, but it it was, I was just kind of like, "Mm." yeah,
1: Um,
0: best music and sound effects. I am not surprised who this went to. It yeah. went to Black Knight, sort of Rage, 33% of the vote. The closest one after that was 21.3%, which are Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park was kind of an easy win because you got the John Williams score. So it's of like, that, that, that was like the one big asset they did have. But Black Knight, Scott in from Anthrax. I mean, come, the the music from Black Knight is already so well known. And then yep. they were like, just stepped it up a notch by bringing Scottie Ann in in and developing new music
1: for Black Knight.
0: Well, Black Knight is not my favorite game that's come out this year, it, mm-hmm. the music is really cool and the callouts are really cool.
1: Yep, agreed. And it was awesome to uh, that they had Scottie Ian doing the thank you in the Twippies. That was unexpe- unexpected and pretty fun. I wasn't surprised,
0: but I thought it was cool that he was able to do it. Because I was like, mm-hmm.
1: and, you know, they got
0: Ed Robertson, you know, not, Again, cool. not surprised because he's such a well-known person in the community and probably, like, our most famous, you know, pinhead out there. But yeah. it's still like, yeah, oh, he took time to do this. That's great. And then my favorite was uh, Sean Austin, which I was just like, oh, oh my, my God, God. Sam, <laughs> Sam. I was like, what are do you yes. doing? I was like, who knew him to get him on the show? I, I like, know. <laughs> how did that happen? Somebody called in a favor because I was like, <laughs> he's like a legit movie star, y'all. Like, how did you yeah. How did you pull that? <laughs> and oh, so why? Yeah, I'll, I'll have to ask Jeff and listeners if I find out. I'll, I'll tell you all the story, but I got to. I forgot to ask him when I I talked to him like briefly. Like, Congratulations on the show. Um, but yeah, that was like because hey, everybody in the video chat was like, "Hey!" Like you know, it's at that point where like <laughs> Ed Robertson, not a surprise, cool but not a surprise. Mm-hmm. Scott in again, cool but not a huge mm-hmm. surprise since he was the writer of the new music. But uh, Sean Aston was like, "Hey." <laughs> uh-huh. Like what? What is yeah. happening? What is happening? Um so that was that was super fun. Two more categories, favorite homebrew pinball. I thought Spaceballs would take this honestly, but I did um, too. I cuz that is such a neat machine. Much love cuz that that homebrew was amazing, but mm-hmm. the um I much love to my friend Jack Danger again took Of course Uh, his dead flip homebrew um, for the win. Congratulations. It's a cool machine. You put in all this work. I've loved watching the journey of having that machine built. Um, Yes, And it's been interesting to be a part of it because a lot of it, you know, a lot of people build it and then they just kind of bring it like here. I've just made this thing, but watching the whole journey from where he started to where he's at. um, That's been really interesting.
1: Definitely. It's yeah. It's been awesome to see it kind of live or, In real time or however you want to say it. And the machine does look super cool. And that's the stuff I really love watching on uh, the dead flip streams are the homebrew stuff and, you know, the how to stream stuff like the techie stuff is super fun. It
0: is, especially as you start to get into the hobby, you kind of have an appreciation for how the mech mechanisms how the the behind the scenes how the mechanics of pinball works and watching somebody put together a actual pinball machine is is really interesting and you don't get that behind the scenes too often you'll get a lot of like people rebuilding or, or repairing machines but watching a um, you know soup to nuts you know hey concept to actual realization you don't get that very often mm-hmm. so I've really enjoyed that journey so congratulations again Jack yay I'm so excited for you and yeah. this last court category I bought off last um, because it involves me San Antonio Texas Bells and Times chapter one for favorite league of the year so yay! Hi, y'all okay so we the people who won I guess all of us knew I wasn't sure if other people knew because the way they worded our emails was like, don't tell anybody. Not everybody's getting this email, but everybody got the email. Uh, but, uh, but, uh. So I was just like, I I'm driving home. I have a very long commute and I'm driving home and I see that there's an email from Jeff. And I thought it was about the presentation video I did because I did the presentation for Homebrew. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was about that. And so I'm glancing over and, and reading it cause I'm driving cause I've got my display on. And all of a sudden I see like winter bells and chimes, San Antonio. I literally almost crashed my car. Oh. I was start I start like ugly crying in my car. Um, because it just meant so much to me, and I knew it was going to mean so much to so many different people. Yep. Um, You know, and I said it in the acceptance video, but I, I am not. I mean, bells and chimes, San Antonio. We are the like the bomb, thebomb.com. But yeah, I know that that vote wasn't just for us. Like that vote was for every bells chapter across the world. That vote was for every ladies league that is operating right now. Um, that award is bigger than me and bigger than our chapter um to me it was a signal that hey there are women out here we are playing we are growing and we are more a part of the pinball scene and that's that that oh my god I don't want to cry (laughs) that is why that award meant so much to me because I was like oh my god guys I was like we won we won and the I they didn't get introduced in the video, but the two women that were in the video, the one that was standing behind me is Tina Rotman and she's our operations coordinator and she does like the day to day when we actually have like our events, she kind of runs them. And then to my left in the video was Christina Cheeseman and she's kind of our marketing and she does a lot of the admin for me. So she's the marketing coordinator is her official title, but she, th- those two women, if I didn't have them, I would probably like have clumps of hair missing because there's <laughs> so much involved with running a league and they mm-hmm. do so much to help me to get things done. Cause there's just so much going on. And again, I know that's the same with all the leagues around the world. And I know, I mean, I've talked to the gals yeah. um, with bells and chimes, Chicago, um, you know, I, I'm I'm friends with so many of these women and it's like, I was like, we all won. Like people are like, you won, you won. I was like, I was like, we won. I was like, we all won. I was like, every chapter out there won. So mm-hmm. I I just want to, for those of you who listen to the show, I just want you to know, I'm trying to figure out, like, I want to... I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I want to send the Twippy out like the Stanley cup and like send it to different chapters and, oh, no. and have people take pictures with it. Like oh, kind of like the Stanley cup meets flat Stanley. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to try to figure something out you guys. But, um, but again,
1: that would be amazing. I,
0: I cause it, it, it is so important to me for everyone to realize that that I, that vote meant, more than than just us I mean the girls in Mm -hmm. San Antonio are ecstatic like they're like we won I was like I don't know um but it it was bigger than me and it was bigger than us just San Antonio Mm -hmm. so I just I, I can't say thank you enough to everybody that voted for us it was it was awesome so I um thank you guys I mean you know you run leagues and you know how much work goes into running a league and and seeing all that put together you know at the arcade it's a lot of work
1: Mm-hmm. It's a ton of work. And, uh, no, but it was freaking awesome that we won that, and it was. It, that was a win for all the Bells uh, leagues. And something that I think I typed in the chat during the Twippies last night it was like, yep, ladies are taking over, y'all. Woo! Uh yeah, Here come the bells, the bells of the world, um, which are all super awesome, fun, amazing leagues, too. Um, it's, it's pretty awesome to see bells and chimes spreading and uh, a lot of the leagues getting bigger and bigger with every season or every year. Uh, it is amazing. I just I love that because I'm like, this is. This is only going to get
0: bigger. I'm like, you know, women's pinball, women in the hobby, and the sport, it's only going to grow. So I'm just, I'm so excited and, and much love to everybody that voted. Thank you so much. And, and that kind of wraps up our, our Twippy coverage. So yay, super excited. So the, one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on the show and listeners, Melissa and I have been talking for a couple of months about this. Cause I, I, you know, I think it was Crystal. I, I'm pretty sure it was Crystal, but it might have been somebody else. They're like, you need to talk to Melissa. Melissa's the GM of Logan. And I'm like, what? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, uh. let me go get on that. Um, so because I I know Logan Arcade by reputation I was like, oh, yeah, no, no. I know of Logan Arcade. Um, but I didn't realize you were the GM and I just wanted to kind of talk to you for somebody who's never been to Logan. Like what, what is that experience like? I mean, you know, it is a bar, so yay. It's like like your, your true blue barcade. So tell us a little bit more about Logan.
1: Well, yeah, we like to think of Logan, uh, not Well, we like to think of it kind of, it's an arcade that just happens to have a bar in it too. Um, But also, it's definitely a space that uh, has been put together and is run by geeks for geeks. Um, And as a location, you know, it's a 21 plus. um, The bar aspect with the arcade aspect, there's a lot of juggling and whatnot, but also is... Uh, the popularity of arcade bars kind of increases. It's not, you know, any kind of new thing at this point. Um, But it's an awesome place to work at, an awesome kind of atmosphere. Also, I think one thing that separates Logan Arcade from a lot of the arcade bars in Chicago, especially, is that we are one of the only independently owned ones. We don't have a parent company or a group, to, you know, or any of that. The owner is one guy who's uh, been into pinball and arcade games and video games his whole life and into collecting and into toys and into robots and all the, you know, geeky stuff that we all love and uh most everyone who works there are geeks in their own right um and that's a huge thing that you know it's a labor of love for everyone from you know the owner down to like our our maintenance people um and it's a really kind of uh super awesome and weird family, not just with the staff and, you know, the management and the owner, but also like our customers. Uh, We have a bunch of communities, not just with pinball, but um, the, the street fighter fighting game community, the killer queen community, all these different little groups circling around each other all the time—it's it's awesome to see, and it's a lot to juggle.
0: I always hear that when it comes to Logan, from like the other, you know, like the Bells and, and different people who've come on the show, because we've had a few sh- people. Um, we had uh, Rachel Carlick and her sister, uh, sister Rebecca. Yeah. Um, Jessica Kent, big fan of the show. Yeah, and also, she's, she was one of the first people on. Um, so, we've had quite a number of people from the Chicago area come on. That's always the thing I hear about Logan. And a lot of arcades are this way, but in Logan mm-hmm. in particular is the, the family aspect of it that you mm-hmm. all create and foster. And I know right now it's been really tough because, I mean, you guys mm-hmm. have been affected uh, as most, you know, small businesses, arcades, barcades, you know, uh, service industry um, by the COVID-19 epidemic. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you guys doing right now? I know you guys are shut down. Um, yeah. So, so what, what's going on with you guys right now?
1: Oh, my, it's it's a pretty hard time right now. Um Right now, we're kind of been in the uh, in a space of uh, really just trying to figure stuff out uh, from the top down. Um, trying to figure out ways to keep engagement happening while we're closed. We have no idea when we'll be able to open again. you know, we keep hearing uh, possibilities that get later and later, you know. So the biggest things we're trying to do are keep everyone, especially the staff engaged, keep our customers engaged. We're also trying to take care of our staff. Um, And, uh, you know, everyone's unemployed right now, including myself. Um, And this is not, you know, we're not special. It's every place in Chicago. It's, it's really awful time, not just Chicago too. Um, but, uh, you know, doing the GoFundMe has been extremely helpful. And we started that we weren't even going to do one, but so many of our customers were like, well, if you're going to be closed, I would like to donate whatever I would spend there in a week anyway, you know, for the people who are still working, of course. And, uh, there's no way we could say no to that, you know? Um, and it has turned out into being one of the biggest blessings, really helping out our whole team, not just like our bartenders and our techs, but our cleaning crew, our cleaning crew who's been with us from day one and they only, uh, do cleaning in bars and restaurants and it's a family they're really out of work. Um, uh, you know, the people who come and clean our draft lines, you know, our DJs, we have a few regular DJs who've been with us from the beginning. We're trying to do what we can for everyone. Um, of course, with limited resources, but I think our, biggest focus right now is a making sure everyone's okay and make sure everyone has what they need in order to stay home and stay safe. Um, and also then frantically running on running around like crazy behind the scenes, you know, figuring out how we'll pull through, but we know we're not alone in that. So,
0: yeah, no, I think that, and in- you know, for those of us who don't work in the service industry, you just forget, like, you just think, oh, it's the waiters and waitresses and, or, you know, the bartenders, barbacks. But there's so many other businesses that touch that business, you know, whether it be the laundry service that cleans the napkins and the linens to the yep. people that actually clean the actual arcade itself. Um, there's so many businesses that have been touched by this. And, and I know listeners, a lot of you are either experiencing this yourself right now, mm-hmm. or, you know, somebody that is, and it, it does seem, you know, sometimes you're like, Oh, my God, everybody is asking for help. And I was like, you know what, everybody mm-hmm. needs help. until yep. you know, yep. things happen with, you know, stimulus plan, whatever. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I am lucky. I don't, I worked in service for uh, the service industry and retail for a long time. Um, I don't anymore, but I remember, you know, it is a family when you work in a business like that, when you work
1: mm-hmm. at
0: like a shop or, you know, a restaurant, it is your family. So I, I can only imagine how hard this is for you as kind of like the mom for, for mm-hmm. lack of a better term, you know, trying to, yeah. trying to keep the kids entertained and making yep. sure they got snacks and everything they need. And um, listen, we are going to put a link if you can. Um, and if you feel inclined to, to help out Logan Arcade, um, there are a lot of other arcades out there that are kind of suffering along with mm-hmm. Logan, um, trying to figure this all out. Cause I think a lot of us are in the same boat. We may not have lost our jobs, but we're still trying to figure it out. Cause like, you know, if somebody told me like two or three years ago, by the way, they're going to shut down the world because yeah. of a pandemic. I'm like, no I'm like that just Uh sounds great that's a movie no it is 2020 welcome have a drink (laughs) um but I just I want to say you know thank you for all that you do and and I know that that people appreciate you because they wouldn't have stepped up and said hey how can I help and and that's where it's like the rubber meets the road is that that's when you know who your friends are and who your supporters are and the people who are championing you because it's like and I'm like, I have people, I'm like, how can I give you some money? <laughs> I'm like, do you have a GoFundMe? You know, can yeah. I buy some swag? Can I buy some food? And, you know, my husband and I a- and our family, we do try to still get out and buy, like, we'll go buy dinner somewhere. Because it's like, hey, at least we're helping out in some way doing curbside pickup. And yep. I'm tired of also cooking all the time. <laughs> but, you <laughs> know, it's, you know, those little ways that you can help. Um, other businesses, but for the arcade, it's hard. It's like, I always, I, t- I tell people I'm like pinball and arcades are filthy. Cause it's like you got hands on hands and oh, yeah. you know, it's not just not something you can open up, unfortunately. And um, yeah, uh, but I want to commend you for all the hard work you're doing. I mean, again, Chicago's the epicenter of pinball and to have mm-hmm. like the clubhouse closed. It's really hard. And you it know, is, I, yeah. I, I wish you guys the best of luck. Again, listeners, I'll put the link for the GoFundMe in the show notes. Um, if you can, you know, uh, give a little, give a lot, um, but just keep them in your thoughts, you guys. Um, but I, I love everything you guys are doing at Logan. I want to have you back on. Uh, another time when yeah. you guys are open and we're going to talk about other stuff, but I really oh my wanted gosh, to bring, yes. you, bring you on. Cause we listeners, we did, we had this planned out. We, we were going to talk around this yeah. kind of frame and I wanted her on because they won the Twippy. If there's nothing else tells you like, they won the Twippy. The Logan family won the Twippy. So I was like, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna go on. It's gonna be fine. We're gonna we're gonna be happy, and it's gonna be great. And but I promise, you know, this is my promise to you. When you guys get up and running again, very soon, fingers crossed. We're gonna yes. bring you back on and talk about all the cool things going on.
1: Oh my uh, God! wise yes.
0: and and party wise at Logan, um, but I want to leave. Make sure that you know the doors open for you to come back anytime. I, I've loved having you on the show and, and hearing more about Logan and and the wonderful things you guys are doing. And and I and again, I hope things get better for you guys. And I hope the world opens back up very very
1: soon. Oh my gosh! I hope it does too. And to you know, I just want to say too to all other. People who work in the pinball world, not just at arcades or arcade bars, but also in manufacturing and uh, um, parts and everything. Uh, Man, I just stay strong, everyone. Uh, It's, I mean, it's a bad time for pretty much every single person, but we will get through it. We'll be playing pinball again soon. I cannot wait. And also... I want to thank you so much for having me on. It's been awesome. And I will definitely, I will definitely come back. I can't
0: wait. I would love to have you back on the show. Um, And again, I hope this ends really soon. And thank you, everybody, for your support of of Logan and for your local uh, arcades and and your local bars and your local uh, service industry, retail Folks, and, and also just pinball in general. Um, thank you guys so much for, for your support. It's been amazing. I, I love seeing the family come together when when we need to. Pinball is a very small hobby. Everybody kind of knows everybody. And to see everybody come together the way they have over the last few weeks has
1: been really amazing. So It has been amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. really. The, all the warm fuzzies that have all been happening, warm- it's been really helping to see that in this difficult time. Uh, And yeah, uh, yeah. Thank you. And thank you to everyone, every fan of Logan Arcade, uh, everyone who's been supportive. It has been amazing.
0: Thank you, Melissa, again, for coming on the show. We have one more segment. It's the one segment we do at the end of the show. It's inside the pinball arcade. And you should own this because you work inside a pinball arcade. So, (laughs) all right, we're going to find out more about Melissa Giles pinball mind. Are you ready?
1: I'm ready. All right,
0: here we go. Question number one. What pinball game do you love?
1: Uh, uh, Medieval Madness. Uh,
0: What is it that uh, about Medieval Madness do you love? I'm a huge fan, too.
1: I'm a sucker for um, late 80s and 90s solid states and medieval with funny little gimmicks Um, And Medieval is just one of my favorites. The gameplay, the rule set, the trolls, uh, (laughs) um, it's just not just, you know, fun to play. It's entertaining to play, if that makes sense. Um, It's always been one of my favorites. It's the first machine that I ever kind of did good on. So that may have something to do with it. Um, but definitely but it's one of my all time faves.
0: That's a great game. And I always love when I get new people on medieval madness or new people to pinball, I always love telling them that one of the call outs is done by Tina Fey. And they're like, oh, what? Yeah. And they're like, what? I'm like, that's always like my little like nugget of like, like, you know, here's a quick little fact. Um, yep. But it's such a great game. I mean, you can't say enough about medieval madness. Um, it's so great. Um, all right. Question number two, what game do you hate? <laughs> you know it's tough because i want i want to love it i do and i do really like
1: it but it is mean that game is so mean it's extremely brutal and you know i'm not a great pinball player uh and that one just makes me feel like the worst pinball player it's it is brutal it looks good i love the theme but ooh, it, it's a mean, a mean, mean machine.
0: It is a mean machine. That that I, I can understand. It's like I really I enjoy playing it, but even I can step back and and especially now that they made those code updates, I've liked it a lot better. Um yes. but it's still it's still a rough game to play. It's just it is hard. Um all right, question number three. What is your favorite pinball art package? This can be backglass art, play field art, or cabinet art?
1: Or a mixture of the three. Let me think just for a second. Man, that's a good one. I really love... I'd probably have to go with Xenon. Oh, nice. Um, Yeah. Xenon. It's just cool and weird, futuristic. um, A little bit, I feel like it's a bit different than a lot of games of that time, that era. Um, yeah, I'm not even sure what else. I mean, the
0: artwork is so cool. I mean, of course, um, you know, this is leading into my next question. What is your favorite pinball sound? And I just, I think of Xenon for that because of, um, Suzanne. Siani, I think it's Yep. She, you know, was one of the pioneers for pinball music, pinball sound. And, yep. and I always think of Xenon for sound, but, but what is your favorite pinball sound? This can be soundtrack. This can be call out, or this can be the sound of mech makes or any mixture of the three.
1: So, I mean, I would fill, I would throw the Xenon stuff in there too, but also, um, soundtrack wise, Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, it's, it's just one. super fun. The soundtrack stuff. Yeah, it's 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 just fun. Yeah, I mean, this, the music
0: to that that film is great, but it's just so it's so much fun to listen to. It, it's it's great if you have it somewhere where you can actually hear the music, because that's always like my mal- lament is if yep. I'm in the arcade and they've got all the machines running, I'm like, I can't hear the music. <laughs> so it makes me wish that it was one of those ones that had the headphone jack so I could listen. But um, great yeah. music package on Guardians. Mm-hmm. I love that one. All right. Next one. What would be your grail pin? Uh, this is a pinball machine you would want to own above like, all the other machines that are out there right now.
1: Okay. Ooh. Twilight Zone.
0: Nice, nice. What is it about yeah. Twilight Zone that makes it, like, the grail for you?
1: Um, you know, I wonder if part of it is that uh, it is – a classic machine and it's super fun. Uh, but I feel like a part of it is that, uh, we have one at Logan arcade, but it's been out of order for gosh, a year more at this point. And so there may be a little part of me that's like, well, I haven't been able to play it in so long. (laughs) It's now like the one I have to have. Um, But also the mechs and the gimmicks and the toys and everything in that one, um, you know, I I just love Twilight Zone. It would be awesome when I have as like an at-home machine, too, even though it is hard to maintain.
0: Yeah, no, it is. I always hear the laments from the people who own a Twilight Zone. Something is always they're always fixing something on a Twilight Zone, but it's oh, such yeah. a, it's a great machine and also one with an excellent soundtrack. Because I constantly, all the time, Twilight Zone by Golden Earring. I'm like, yeah. Totally. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, next question. This is question six. What is your favorite event? expo to either play in or attend um and it, and and we'll take pinburg off the table so not pinburg or anything else <laughs> cuz the answer is always Pinberg for you, and so now i'm like pinburg's off the table <laughs> see and i've never even been to pinburg so see, we're yeah? all good on that all yeah right.
1: um you know i would honestly say our bells and chimes chicago league matches Yay! It's, yeah, they're so much fun, and, you know, I said earlier, I do not play competitively, and I am not a competitive person, and Bells and Chimes is the league to be in, Uh, you know, of course we have competitive players and people in Bells who are amazing, Um, but it really is welcoming to all skill levels and people who it's just fun or a hobby or pastime. Those are the kind of pinball tournaments, leagues, events, et cetera, that appeal to me way more um, than any more competitive structured tournaments.
0: I love that answer. I love it. Um, cause to me, bells and chimes, um, cause I do play competitively. I'm, I'm, Okay, not great. But um, but when I play with bells, it's different. I'm like, we're just here to have and that's why people like they know that we are a league and we have points are so like, oh, I'm, I'm like, you know what, it's just about having a good time and getting together and learning and playing and having fun. Um, You know, don't be don't be freaked out. I was like, it's gonna be okay. <laughs> Um, It's super chill. Um, And and I think that most Bell's chapters would agree and and kind of say the same thing. Like we're just about, you know, ladies getting together and having a fun, safe environment to grow the hobby uh, for women. Um, So, yeah, I love that answer. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. All right. Next question. Who? I know you're not a competitive player, but Mm -hmm. if if you wanted to play pinball with anybody in the world, and and this can be living or dead, whomever you want, who would you most like to play head to head or who do you enjoy playing pinball with the most?
1: All right. Anyone head to head alive or dead? Probably Joey Ramone of the Ramones. Nice. Yeah. Who was a pinball player? I think that would be uh, not just super cool and fun, but also super chill. Um, Yeah. i go with Joey Ramone.
0: I love that answer. I'm a huge fan (laughs) of the Ramones. And now I have, I want to be sedated. As soon as you said that, I was like, like, yeah, no, I love the Ramones. Oh, that's a great answer. All right. Final question. What would be your dream theme? This is a theme that has been not been created, but that you would like to see come to life by a major pinball manufacturer.
1: Oh my gosh. There are so many in my head. So many, but is it cheating? If I have a tie, I'll give you a tie. Okay. Okay. Music related queen, the band, uh, an absolutely amazing pinball machine can come out of Queen, 100%. Not music-related, Pee-wee's Playhouse, it's got to happen. I love those.
0: Um, I think both of them have actually come up on the show before. I know Queen has. Um, I mean, that, I don't understand why that has not been um, a machine yet. Like, uh, of all the stuff, that, I mean, the the s- spectacle and the grandeur of queen lends itself to gaming and to pinball in particular i'm just like why why has this not been a thing i'm yeah. like why can't we have a we are the champions wizard mode i'm just saying
1: oh my gosh there could be so much <laughs> yes. so much with queen yeah, it yeah. would be awesome
0: yeah i know um the, no those are both amazing choices so um yeah definitely got those two i think they're amazing and Wee's playhouse i mean just the you know, absurdity <laughs> of uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, all that. Um, oh, my God. Again, it, it would just be a mystical. That would be, you know, a world under glass, I think. Um, yeah. So I think that would be super fun. But yay. Oh, my gosh. Yay. yay! yay! <laughs> Melissa, again, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. We're going to put the GoFundMe link definitely in the show notes. But if people want to reach out to you about Logan, um, what's a great email or a place for them to get a hold of you at?
1: Uh, People can email me at melissa, M-E-L-I-S-S-A, at loganarcade.com, or you could just uh, slide into our DMs on the Logan Arcade's Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. If you, you know, show up there at all, I'll see it eventually. (laughs)
0: Awesome. All right, guys, um, give Melissa some love. If you guys uh, want to get a hold of her, or talk more about Logan, um, we'll put the links in the show notes for LoganArcade.com and also um, for the, the GoFundMe page and, and things like that. But again, Melissa, doors always open. Thank you so much. Yay. This was super fun. Thank you for breaking awesome. down the, the Twippies with me. That was super fun. That was awesome. Yeah. Again, congratulations. Uh, you know, for your win, uh, well deserved. Uh, much love to you and to the Logan family. Thank you again for being on the show. Really appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much. Yay. All right, listeners.
0: I have no idea who's going to be on the show next week um, because I have not planned that far ahead. I swear I'm going to get better at this. I was really good for like the longest time. Like I literally had like five or six people like this is the plan. And now I don't know if like there's just too much going on where I'm like, I don't have a plan. Um, but I will. Ha- there will be somebody on next week, I promise. And I'm also going to try to get some little flips of uh, the young ladies that we've had. Um, I have a couple um, in mind that have reached out. Um, So thank you for those um, that have reached out with um, their daughters or friends of their friends' daughters. Um, So thank you for that. Uh, If you have anybody you'd like to see on the show, if you have thoughts about the show... Um, If you just want to chat, I know I'm feeling a little lonely at home, so feel free to chat. You can email me at backboxpinballpodcast at gmail.com. If you love the content of the show, I've been talking about it a lot. You can support us on Patreon, get some cool swag at the same time. Got pins, got stickers, good stuff. But again, guys, thank you so much. Y'all take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Love you guys and keep flipping. Thanks
1: for listening to the Backbox Pinball Podcast.